Hello there, and welcome to Zero XP. We are a show that celebrates the fandom of video games with a focus on one game series in particular, Fable. We strive to bring you several episodes a month discussing a variety of game-related topics spanning recent game news and events to reflection and speculation concerning past and future game generations. I'm John, and I'm sitting here with my co-host, who is the unstoppable force behind our show, Patrick. Hello. You can find the video version of our show on YouTube by searching Zero XP Webcast. Please like, subscribe, and comment. I reply to all of them. You can also get each episode in podcast form across all major podcast platforms. If we're not on the platform of your choice, please let us know. If you'd like to contact us directly, you can by emailing us at 0xppodcast at gmail.com or by following us on Twitter at 0xpwebcast. Our DMs are open. On today's show, we're going to be doing a bonus show. We got to talking and we wanted to discuss animals in Playgrounds Fable. Yep. What's their purpose? How are they going to be used? Are there going to be any at all? And maybe what types should there be? So let's get into it. So as with all of our best topics, Patrick kind of came up with this one, and I thought he made a really good point, because what seems like it would be a fairly easy discussion, do you want animals in the game? Yes, there's a lot of places that that can go. Let's just start off with kind of the, I would say, maybe the most outwardly affected one, that, and it, it seems to be fairly divisive in a lot of ways, is do we want pets back in the game? Yeah. And you got to think, in Fable, a pet is not a pet. A pet is part of the gameplay. Yeah, it's a mechanic. Yeah, so in the last game, we had dogs. And I think speculation probably would lead us to believe that if Lionhead was still making the games, it probably would have become other animals over time. Yeah. Um, I mean, we did have a robot dog in the last DLC. <laughs> but let's just start there. Patrick, how, I guess, how do you feel about the dog in the gameplay of Fable? And do you want it to continue? Like you said, I mean, it's actually something people argue about and fight over. Um, I liked the dog in 2 and 3. It could be annoying, for sure, when you're just trying to do something and it's constantly barking. I think they did a decent job of not making the dog annoying, but there definitely were moments. Sometimes you just wanted to get to a certain place and it would bark and be distracting. And I feel doing multiple playthroughs, it gets a little more annoying over time. Hmm. I guess because I have such a gap in between my playthroughs, I don't notice as much. Yeah. But, so, you seem maybe a little negative towards the dog. What's your thought on it? I guess it really, as far as going forward, it just depends on how they do it. Like, I'd like to see more options where maybe if you were to have a dog again, you could tell it not to hunt for dig spots or whatever mechanic they might have at the time. Okay. If you could just be like, no, dog, don't do that stuff anymore. Because I think that's a lot of what annoyed people. Or just leave the dog at home in general with your family. I And see, I think that to me is the... Do I want a pet? The answer is, yeah, I do. I like having pets in games. The most... Well, it wasn't the most recent. The Assassin's Creed Odyssey game. I know you didn't play it, but you had an option where you had kind of a beast master ability yeah. that you could get in which you could tame pretty much any animal in the game. And they 
they were nice to have because a it gave you kind of a uh, an, an extra point of combat to distract i mean like if you went and got a bear it made a great tank in order to send into battle or whatever but you didn't have to maintain anything there wasn't any sim elements you didn't have to feed it you could heal it but that was also part of i think having the perk the thing that i but really when it comes down to it i think the thing that i like about it is while i like going on these lone journeys in games i kind of like the companionship of having something else there with me the other game i would bring up that i enjoyed having a pet was i always go for the german shepherd and fallout mm-hmm. I, I i i like having i just like having a companion there with me it just makes sense you're not fully alone and of course in those games there's places that they can't enter there are things that they will not do they act like animals they're like i'm gonna kick back here you you, you go ahead and you go take care of that yeah, I know the exact mechanic you're talking about because it's a Ubisoft game, so it it stretches across multiple games. Yes, and I um, love yeah. Ubisoft, but that's just the truth. Yeah, uh, I think I think what you're talking about originally started in um, it was one of the Far Cry game Primal. That's the name of it. Far okay. Cry Primal. Yeah, you could you could make any animal in the game your pet okay see i i enjoy that but at the same time the animal is not a necessity for gameplay yeah and i think that to me is the best of both worlds you don't have to have the animal if you do have the animal it doesn't change anything except for the way you react to it but it doesn't change the game and they didn't make much noise like a lot of times in uh far cry 5 i preferred running around with either they had a bear or a cougar yeah over people because the people talk too much well i i enjoy the conversations at first but then once they start to get repetitive that's yeah. generally when i'm like oh just be quiet man yeah. which that you could do the same thing i guess technically for those if you're going to give them options and be like do you want this guy to be silent or do yeah. you want him to be a chatterbox but i i am i liked the dog in fable 2 and 3 my actually to be honest my only real complaint concerning the dog in those games is I felt like they should not have given you a way to get the dog back in Fable 2. I agree with that. Because I felt like it took away the impact yeah. of the story and what the dog sacrificed for oh, you. I hated when the dog died in 2. Yeah, I mean, but that's what that's what they were going for. That was the idea, was this impactful emotional moment. Your companion, his last act was to save you. Yeah. So to be able to bring him back felt a little bit cheap. I understood why it was an option. And of course you had the option in the DLC not to bring him back. But it just, it, it always felt a little bit cheaper yeah, on that end for me. Yeah, it felt cheap to me also. Yeah. That said, I mean, I, I also see the argument not to have one, or at least not to require you to have one. I, I think I like your pitch of being able to be like, hey, stay at home, buddy. And that's why I like the option to being able to toggle, because obviously the dog is trained or whatever animal they might have in Playgrounds Fable. It's trained... So you could tell it, just don't do that right now. Right. Like yeah. a normal animal. Yeah. So let's let's break it down. If the dog is either a mandatory thing where it's inset part of the game as it was in Fable 2 and 3, do you want it? Not if it's like it was in 2 and 3, but if they scale it back a bit like we were talking about, I'd say yes. Okay, I was just curious. I felt like that was kind of a, a fun topic to maybe speculate on. One thing I definitely want, and I will point out before we leave that part of the conversation, is I do want different animal types. Yeah. I would like to see. I mean, obviously, cats is your next go-to. People love cats. Some type of bird. Um, 
A bird would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. And, and actually, that's a really good point to make is they could also function in the same way that like they do in World of Warcraft. I know you haven't played it, but when you have a pet generally in an MMO, which is a dirty word when it comes to the Fable community, I'm not saying make it an MMO. I'm just saying if they function like they do in an MMO, all they do is follow you around. There's character classes where you can get a pet that's functional, yeah. but if you could just have an animal that follows you around, i.e. a bird, I think that would be kind of neat too. I'd be okay with that. Even if the pet is optional, I would still like for them to build some missions around them where they are required, just maybe not at all times. Hmm. I guess maybe if they made it where you saved an animal and that animal would help you out kind of thing, if you don't have a pet, I could see that working. Or one where the bird does something like flies up a tower and helps you navigate or something. Okay. Hmm. Just, just, to, have to, just to make some sometime. different mission sure. styles. Yeah, yeah, to mix it up. I feel like that's kind of rare, though, for, for games to develop that way. But it's an interesting idea. So let's pivot a little bit and just talk about wildlife in general. I think we're both on the same page as we discussed this a little bit before in that we didn't feel there was a ton of wildlife in fable i mean obviously these games are 10 plus years old at this point but even then i I think there were other games that had a bit more wildlife in them yeah so obviously we want more i think Mm. that's fair to say that's a pretty straightforward answer right did we have much outside of rabbits? Rabbits is all I can think of in two and three. Really, other than, I mean, there were butter, there were insects. I mean, yeah, insects and things. I, I really don't remember much outside of that myself. I yeah. mean, wolves. Yeah. But but they were more for enemies than yeah. anything. And they were rabbit a bit. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I want more because it just helps flesh out the world makes Mm -hmm. it because i mean that's the ecosystem we know there's humans and there's animals and it's even though we have these fantastical creatures in fable it would be neat to have things that are just a little bit more traditional yeah which i want to twist this topic a little bit and transition that we don't have to get real depth and in depth to it but do you want maybe not just animals, but what if it was a rabbit with sparkling ears or something like that? Do you want them to be maybe a little bit more fantastical or do you want to stick with the fairy tale esque it's the real world with a few twists? I guess it it really just depends on the design. Like I don't want anything over the top okay. fantasy creature. But if you put, like, a little twist on it, I think that would be good. Okay. I was just curious. It crossed my mind as we were discussing uh, how we wanted to lay things out earlier that, I mean, it's that thing with the fairy tale balance of, again, and we've talked about it before, with fairy tales, it's fairy tales were based in the real world. They just had these fantasy fairy tale-esque aspects to them that made them creepy or scary or um, intriguing but Fable, as we've also talked about, we don't want it to be a fantasy game, yeah, yeah. right? We want yeah. to keep it in those roots. So I think that's a very fine line to walk. I think or, if I was designing it, I would stick with more regular real-world cre- or animals. I think I'm the same way. I mean, I think that you could maybe have a few like twists, like slight design differences mm-hmm. if you wanted to, to give them kind of an Albion uh, flavor. Mm-hmm. But I think overall, when it comes directly to wildlife, I'd kind of like it to be as yeah. grounded as possible. Maybe a slight 
color tweak, yes. but nothing major. Yeah, no, no neon-looking yeah. animals, <laughs> unless it's, you know, some sort maybe, of will-created animal. Maybe on a deer, their horns sparkle a tiny bit more. Yep, I had the same thoughts. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we're, so we're definitely on the same page there. It did just cross my mind. It would be really funny to come across an animal that somehow is able to use will. And you have to figure out how to navigate I mean, it. Hobbs can use Will, so. Oh, I I am embarrassed now. I am embarrassed for both of us. I am embarrassed for anybody that has listened up until this point and not been screaming at their, you know, speakers. Uh, of course there were more animals in Fable than just rabbits. There were a ton of chickens. Yeah, that's right. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I bad. Mean, and, and there was a, there were horses later in. The journey. Oh well, the journey, yeah. yes, but that—that's a whole. Yeah, I feel like that I mean, was that's a different one genre. Why I didn't jump into that. Yes, right away. yeah, yeah. That, that's a different thing. And but of yeah, course, there were there were stupid. birds. I mean, the bird in the opening cinematic of Fable Two yeah. poops on you. But and a sand goose apparently somewhere. Yeah, it it, it exists. It yeah, I'm convinced it exists. Well, it did. It was on the map for for Fable the Anniversary Edition. Yeah. So with what it seems to be like all modern games, especially open world games or large map area games, it's a natural transition to go, well, if there's wildlife, I'm going to kill it, right? So that brings me to, with that wildlife, do we want... We've had fishing, to Mm -hmm. be fair. We have had fishing. Do we want hunting in Fable? It's a bit of a mixed one for me because... I don't, but at the same time, if there's animals and you can kill them, I'd like for there to be some purpose other than to just be a jerk going around killing animals. So it's kind of the, you know, hate leads to fear, fear leads to the dark side thing. If you have animals, animals lead to hunting, hunting leads to crafting. Yes. And I think that's probably, I'm guessing your hesitation based on the (laughs) kind of the way we both think. I'm the same way i feel like i don't want crafting no and and i i could be in the minority there i get why people like crafting in games it's i like crafting in games i i do i i but i don't like it when it gets to a point that that's a such a large mechanic that's what you're chasing for a large majority of the game yeah i mean and games like a, a lot of the ubisoft games the only way to advance your equipment is to hunt right and I will say this, like, I love the weapon augmentations. I've, I've always loved the way Fable did that. Hey, I'm going to pop this in the socket, and all of a sudden my sword is special. Yeah. I like those things. I have no problem with that level of crafting. But for Fable, because it's so story-related and the things that you're doing, and it's such a, uh, you know, fairy tale esque based world, I just, I don't, I don't want over-heavily-handed crafting. crafting. I, I just want it to be, you know, basic things that yeah. you do. That said, I think hunting could still work. Like, it would be completely optional if you were to... It could be food. It could be food. It could be uh, things that you trade. I think that it would work really well. mostly, is that you could just sell it. Yeah, I'm going to the market, and I'm going to sell off these pieces of these things that I found for money, which I can then take to buy potions. I can take to buy... I mean, just a a very rudimentary, basic level I would be completely good with. And I I wouldn't want Red Dead Redemption 2 level of realness no actually that was probably one of my biggest complaints about the game i didn't enjoy the hunting i didn't do a lot of it well and the fact that you could only carry so much oh yes the difficulty of that i don't want to like i'd want to be able to fit if there was a bear in the game and i killed it it'd be in my pocket see (laughs) and i wouldn't i don't feel like 
it, I'd be overly surprised if they went into that kind of depth or at least close to it. But at the same time, it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't have those things either. Yeah. I guess I kind of look at it. Uh, did Did you play Breath of the Wild much? A little bit. Okay. Well, there's hunting in that game, and the hunting does come into crafting, but it's pretty basic in a lot of ways. Actually, a good way to make money was just to go and hunt down uh, deer and wolves in an arctic part of the map and you could take them back to an area of the map that didn't have that wildlife Mm -hmm. and trade in you know a bunch of steaks for a pretty good amount of money that's actually a very fable-esque feature yeah and it was real basic i mean i i spent probably a lot more time than i thought i would have doing that but at the same time it wasn't a necessity i could have played the whole game without doing it depending on the regions that you kill a deer but then you go to a frosted region that doesn't have them and it's yeah. of higher or you have or you like a snow money. hare or a, a polar bear yeah. or something like that I think I think that I would like something along those lines if you played Breath of the Wild that's probably the level of hunting that I would go for mm-hmm. uh, I'll be anxious to kind of hear people's reactions to that and I know I think PETA actually gave one of the fables an award I so, think multiple <laughs> fables have gotten awards uh so maybe that won't be on the table but i do know that there was the vegetarian option in those games so again it's all about choice so it'd be be neat to see kind of how that's handled if that's the case real briefly i guess we can talk about fishing i don't have a lot for this one but did you enjoy fishing in fable the lost chapters it was okay but i'd say i prefer something along the lines of stardew valley how does that work in that one you have that the fish jumps around and you have like a green bar that you have to keep it in. Also, okay. there is a bit of an interesting element. And I'm not saying that I want this in Fable, but I liked it where you could go outside of that and there'd be like a like a special prize kind of thing, mm-hmm. an additional thing you could win. And so you sometimes you'd have the additional challenge of trying to get that thing, but not losing the fish altogether. Like if the green bar was outside for so long, mm-hmm. the fish would be gone. Okay. I'm just saying it was more fun. I I think I lean towards, I I liked the fishing well enough in Fable, but I don't, like when it comes to fishing, I don't want it to be difficult at all. Yeah. Like I don't want a lot of challenge with it personally. Like uh, like Kinseed where you just have to like cast the reel and hit a fish and then you can reel it in. Well, or if anyone out there has played, and I don't think you did, but the last Fire Emblem Three Houses on Switch uh, the fishing was just kind of like a timing-based thing. It would uh, it was a circle that would get smaller, and you had to time it within to you know stop it within a smaller circle. It was just kind of a mini game thing. I I just it was easy. It was not something that took a lot of effort. You could catch quite a few fish in a very small amount of time. Uh, I know that there's probably people out there that really enjoy the challenge of doing the fishing, but. It's not really for me. No, I don't. I don't want to waste a lot of time on that. I'd like for it to maybe be a way to get some easy cash. Quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or when you're, some when you're sort winding of... down at the like, you're not going to play anymore, and you're kind of not ready to get off, but you're winding down. Yes. Just fish a little, like a mini, but just yeah. just an optional mini game. I'd be okay with. Which I mean, that brings us to jobs and things like that. But yeah. that's for another episode. I think the main thing with fishing is when you swim in the water. I just like to see them. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, because in the other games, well, really, Fable 3 was the only one you could see into the water. Mm -hmm. There wasn't anything to look at except for the Lionhead logo, if you find it. Yep. 
So that brings us to our last topic before we wrap things up, and that, do you want mounts in the game? To answer that question, I don't know. Okay, expound. It depends on the map. Mm-hmm. Because the problem is with um, with mounts, normally to need one, I don't want Fable big. Like I, I'd prefer it to be bigger than the other ones, but I don't want Fab- I don't want Albion to be huge. Mm-hmm. In something where, in a game like Red Dead, you have to have the horse because you don't want to run up all those mountains and just it take forever to get across the map. Right, running. I like my maps a bit more where you can take them on foot, like like Far Cry's maps. Even though you have the option of having vehicles, you can scale them pretty easily on foot. And I prefer that Fable 2, Fable 3, running around, not feeling like it's a chore without getting a horse or riding around on something. Okay. Yeah, no. So I, I'm, I'm not surprised that we're so close in our thought on that, uh, but I'm surprised that it's so specifically close. And I don't want to retread too much of what you said, but for me, and I realize this, and if you go back and listen to our last couple of episodes, we have our gameplay episode where we kind of reiterated some of the open world conversation, but our last bonus episode was dedicated directly to how we want the open world or what the open world could be, maybe not necessarily how we want it. But I feel like that will be indicative to how the map is, is whether I want to mount or not. Yeah. I kind of lean towards I don't want mounts because I don't want the map to be so big that I can't walk from town to town. Yeah. I don't want there to be long, like, sprawling areas where there's not really anything going on. I want it to feel like you're constantly coming across weird, quirky things. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like them to be bigger. Obviously, the map to be bigger than Fable 2, Fable 3. But I don't want it to be so big that I am required to have transportation to get between them yeah now if it's optional and you don't need it then i mean sure fine yeah it, 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 it doesn't, doesn't bother take me. away from anything exactly but i do like the idea of and a lot of it will also depend on where it is in the era of technology in fable i mean i don't think there's going to be cars by any means but at the same time you know generally when you have a mount in a game it's because you have a long way to to travel and i think that the foot kind of the traveling uh mercenary or hero aspect of fable is one of the things that i loved about it yeah it's you it was just you and the wild you're outside and you're going from place to place and it was pretty much just your two feet taking you there i think you lose a bit of the world and the scenery Mm -hmm. when you're and and i don't think it's a bad thing i actually i i love transportation in a lot of those games, but for Fable, I just don't... I guess it's not necessarily something I feel that has to be there, and nope. I don't want it to be big enough that it needs to be there. Yep, that's that's exactly my feeling. I, I feel I like... I love being able to just run around Albion and it not feel like a chore, where I, I, I'm probably repeating myself, but like with Red Dead, I love the world in Red Dead. I yes. do. Oh, it's probably scaling the prettiest it on foot would be a chore. That I can think of. It would be horrible. Oh, trying to get from one side of the map yeah. to the other? I mean, I would assume that it would take, I mean, I would think at least over an hour, if not multiple. Where right? 
with the game, like like some of the Far Cry games, you have the options, and they help using vehicles help you help you get places faster. But it's not an issue. So just to speculate a little bit, I feel like this topic is going to be a bit divisive, maybe more than some of the other things we've talked about, because yeah. we. We did find a bit of feedback where the map idea that whether it needs to be open world or just open area was a fairly divisive topic too. Yeah. Um, everything that I've seen has kept it fairly civil, and I've, I enjoy that. I love the discussion, but you do have the occasional person who is, it has to be this way one yeah. way or the other. I kind of feel like this is going to fall in the way that, of course, you're going to want mounts if you're in the... I want an open world and only an open world camp and it needs to be huge like the Witcher or, or Skyrim. Yeah, exactly. But I think that you're going to find the people who do want the more intimate map will probably lean away from it a bit more. Yeah. At least that's my thought. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I think because again, this is complete speculation. We have no idea how big this map's going to be. I mean, <laughs> Not that I think they will, but Playground could interpret this as a completely linear game. Yeah. We, we don't know what we're getting. It's all we have at the is still just one trailer. pre-rendered trailer. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think that's the fun of it for me. So if you want to get into this discussion, please leave comments below if you're watching us on YouTube. You can leave them on iTunes. You can email us. You can find us on Twitter. As I've said, our DMs are open. I could talk about this stuff all day. I'm going to wrap it up because we try to keep these short, and this one went a little bit long, I think, in comparison to some of our bonuses. I told episodes. you this was going to be more content than you thought. Yeah, I was originally when you pitched it, I was thinking five, ten minutes. Yeah. Well, your reply was, how are we going to flesh this out? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I think there's more there than you're thinking. So uh, let us know what you think. Um, Patrick, are you ready to go ahead and close this chapter? Yeah, let's end it. Before we go, we'd like to thank those who helped contribute to the show. Zero XP logo was provided by Jameson Johns. You can find him at behance.net forward slash Jameson Johns. Theme music by Odd Reference. You can find him at facebook.com forward slash odd.reference. Additional music by Russ Shaw. Remember, you can find a video version of this show on YouTube by searching Zero XP Webcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and comment. Using these features lets YouTube know you like our content and help other Fable fans find us. You can also find the audio version of this show if that's your preference across all major podcast platforms. If you want to reach out to us just to have the discussion of what you think about our show or Fable in general, you can find us at 0xpwebcast on Twitter or you can email us at 0xppodcast at gmail.com. And as always, we like to give thanks to those who have inspired us to do this show. Thank you, Dean. Thank you, Ted. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Damien. Thank you, Charlie. And until next time, our story has ended. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye. We miss you, Saren. Bye-bye.